I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Alright, welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 26. Let's get pumped. <laughs> we got a crowd today, and um, I'm excited for this, and um, we have a lot of good input. I'm mostly talking to Zach Plattner. Um, but we have some live audience in the room, and so um, I think it'd be cool um, to talk about it. Um, today we're talking about trusting God when you don't feel like it, trusting God um, when maybe you don't want to do it. Um, so we're just kind of going back to the basics, but it's something that we all want to know how to do, and um, I confess that I don't really necessarily know everything here to do that, but we're going to try to help. Um, but yeah, let's introduce ourselves. Um, I guess some people have already been on this podcast, um, but if you want to say your name, if you want to, and what you like to do and stuff, Zach, you want to yeah, start? Yeah, I mean, I'll start. Uh, Dayton, I've been talking about this podcast for a while, so we're excited to be talking about it today. So I am Zach, and I'm currently at Parkland Community College um, in Champaign, Illinois. Great, great place. And... What I do, um, my career, we'll just say we're trusting God with my career right now. And so, yeah, ask me about it later. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for the... I'm Max Heinrichson. I'll just be listening in today. And I'm from, from Goodfield. Goodfield. So, uh, it's, it's a good place. It's a good field. <laughs> it's a good, good place. Yeah. Good. Currently a junior at ISU right now. And uh, I, I like people. Yeah, yeah. We Me like too. Max. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm Emily Schaefer. I am a senior at Illinois State for special education. I am Allison Gerber. I am from West Lafayette. I am a um, sophomore at Purdue University. Great, Caleb. <laughs> hey, hi, I'm, I'm Caleb Souter. Um, I'm from Morton, but I'm at ISU studying studying history education. Yeah. So this episode's gonna get posted close to May, so when it's gonna come out, and you know, you know what that means, Cinco de Mayo, and <laughs> you know what that means, tacos, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, the, what is your guys' ideal taco, like, if you had to pick a taco, something crazy, what is your ideal taco? Oh, my, mine's not crazy, it's just, <laughs> yeah, hard shell, taco meat, cheese, that's it. That's it. What yeah. type of cheese? What Plain type of simple? Oh, the white and yellow, like shredded cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I, I, best taco in the world uh-huh. is off the streets, Ixlan, Mexico, oh, Michoacan. Wow. Had it in yeah. eighth freaking grade, and I still wow. remember it. It blew Our pastor, cilantro, onions, Ooh, salsa. Cilantro. You don't need anything else. Mm. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I like somewhere probably in, in the middle of those two. Like, <laughs> I, I like guacamole. Like, that's good. Yeah. On your tacos. I have to agree with Max. I, so I do the same except I put avocado on mine. Mm-hmm. As much as I love a hard shell from Taco Bell, um, I prefer a fish taco from Mexico. Then nothing, nothing beats it. Mm. Nothing beats it. Yeah. No, I like the... The, the kind of unique ones, like the General Sows, like you know the, the weird ones where it's like kind of like you know the chicken and different flavors. Aren't you want to gob it? <laughs> yeah, not not even they're not even really tacos, I guess. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, so this weekend we're kind of hanging out. We played 
um, some King Ooga Booga or whatever. Ooh. If you know what that is, then you're probably crazy. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah, and we played Mud Frisbee. So, I mean, it was just fun hanging out with these guys, and we had some good conversations. Uh, but something that I brought up to Zach about a month ago um, was this topic of trusting God when you don't feel like it. And, um, yeah, and so I'm, I'm excited that um, we're going to be able to talk about this. But this is like kind of like an emotion-based episode. Mm-hmm. So the, you kind of have to come to terms of like where do emotions play at in your relationship with God? And um, so like how do you obey God and his word and spend time with him when you want to do other things? And I think just for me, my own life right now, like I... Um, just to be honest, my relationship with God hasn't been, like, thriving. I would say it's, you know, just surviving day or... Day by day, yeah. What? Day by day, I mean, yeah. just making it one day at a time. Yeah, and so, um, there's 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 a lot there, and I don't want to... Yeah, so even just, like, talking about this, like, in the past week, I've only, like, read my Bible, like, once. And so just for people to know, like, right now, I would say that I... And not necessarily feel like mm. I want to trust God. Um, mm-hmm. Just to be honest with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the start. What, what do you guys think when you think of this topic? Like, do you have any thoughts? Like, is this something that like other times in your lives when you really want to trust God, um, times when you don't want to, is that a factor in your life when you feel like it? Or this? No. Well, honestly, my emotions with my relationship with God come and go. Honestly, it just seems by the week. It's mm-hmm. like okay, it depends on if anything's happening in my life mm-hmm. or if there's anything to look forward to. And often when there's nothing exciting happening, nothing to look forward to, um, it just seems that I can get stuck and I'm not really looking, like, like I, I'm not able to hold fast to the hope of eternity mm-hmm. to get me through the day. And then instead I just get stuck, kind of disappointed in where I'm at, disappointed in, in relationships, disappointed in my career and what I'm doing every day. And I lose sight of eternity, of the things that really matter, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this weekend has been great. And it, this weekend really got me, has gotten me through the last couple of weeks because I'm yeah. pumped to go be with a lot of my friends. If we could have that level of hope and expectation for eternity, I think we would struggle so much less with this. But unfortunately, our our, 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 our sight is just far too, far too nearsighted, I guess. We mm-hmm. can't really see that far ahead and we can't really hold fast to that hope as much as we'd like. So our feelings really come and go. Mm-hmm. So, I'm yeah. sure we'll get into how we handle this. Sure. Yeah. No, it's just the nature of us as people. Like our passions, like ebb and flow, and so many things in life will change. Um, I mean, we were just talking about the last year. Look back where you were a year ago from today, and think about what mm-hmm. you were gonna do, what work, what things you were looking forward to, what your hopes and expectations were. And, I mean, in light of COVID, but also, like, just life, so much has changed. And so it's, like, mm-hmm. along with that, your feelings are going to change. And there's physical, mental changes, all these things. And so that's going to affect our um, our feeling. But let's start with the basics. What does it mean? This is Trust God Bro Boot Camp. So, yeah. Dude, we're we are back to day one. What <laughs> does it mean to actually trust God? We're yeah. going gonna to come back and hash that out just to get a better basis to understand what it means to to really trust God rather than trusting God in a specific area to really just trust God and then when you don't feel like it yeah yeah no I think it's funny when uh, someone was, I was talking to someone yesterday and like 
I was telling them something, and they're like, oh, yeah, trust God, bro. And I was like, I think it's just funny when people say that, because it's, you know, it's like, ah, nice. But it is. So what, I'm going to open the floor. What do you guys think? What does it mean to trust God? <clears throat> Trusting God for me is kind of assuming that they'll come through, that he'll come through in the same way um, you trust a friend to come through for you or be there. Yeah. When you... Um, when, yeah, when you make a, a date with a friend to meet them for dinner, you expect them to be there and to not stand you up and not walk out on you. So, mm-hmm. same way, I, I trust God to, to be there for me in, mm-hmm. in uh, all times of my life. Yeah. I think Allison was saying, too, like, sometimes we base our relationship with God based upon the people we know. And I think, to talk to other people, too, of, like, when they've gotten hurt by someone, of, like, I don't know if I can trust God, you know? Um, because I've been hurt by other people or something in my life has happened that has changed my trust in God. So I think that's a thing. But no, I think that's a good definition. Trust in God, uh, for me, and I think for a lot of people, could also mean um, wanting to go and act and move in boldness in, in knowing the Holy Spirit's work and trusting in the Holy Spirit's work in our life as we go, and um, whether it, whether it's evangelism or doing good deeds or it's or it's just uh, you know ministering and trying to build up a friend. I think trusting God and the Holy Spirit's work in us to um, to, to to really uh, live the Christ uh, live the life that Christ wants yeah. us to live. No, I I think that's a a good um, way to put it because. Like when I'm uh, showing, sharing someone with the God, sharing someone, sharing, sharing the gospel with someone. <laughs> Guys, being on a podcast is hard. <laughs> yeah. Speaking is hard. I'm actually a terrible speaker. Like, if you ever talk to me, I mix my words up so much. <laughs> and so it's, it's actually terrible. My dad, when he goes into a drive through, he, like, will say, I'll have a, a twist, Swiss cone. He, like, mess it up t- completely. When so he, hard. And like furthermore, like when you first got married to my mom, he was like, oh, he was going through the drive thru I'll get a shake malt. No, it's like, what do you want, sir? Do you want a shake or a malt? He's like, oh, shake malt. He thought there was like there were one thing. He's a he's a funny guy. Um, he he didn't really he didn't know much. <laughs> and now now he's now he's a minister. Now he's speaking for forty five minutes exactly. on a Sunday. And he'll still bless his words. God out. works in crazy ways. Yeah. Anyway. When does. you're sharing the gospel with someone. Yeah, so the the two sides of it, I say, when it comes to your, your response, like, here's what Jesus has done. Now, what is your response? The one side of it is to turn from your sins, and the other is to trust Christ. And so that's, like, the, the same thing, it, it, and it's part of faith. If you have faith in Jesus and what he's done, it's going to change you. What you're saying is, like, which is a work of the Holy Spirit in you, to work in you for good works not to earn your salvation but because of your salvation yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah i'm glad you said yeah. that because it is a life of obedience mm-hmm. trusting god is obedience in faith of what jesus has done not obedience to get something from god because um, that's my tendency a lot of people's tendency i'm going to do this thing to get god's favor but no because god's favor is on me already he's smiling down he looks down and he sees not my sinful life, but he sees the perfect righteousness of Christ and um, that takes great delight in our hearts and it changes us and mm-hmm. wants us, makes us want to obey him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think the, just this, this 
understanding of what trusting God is, is really just counting on him to come through for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you're acting or whatever you're doing, I mean, first Corinthians 15, something, um, just like if, if we're living our lives, um, for Jesus and we're not actually, or, and, and if, if it's not, if, if Christ doesn't come through for us, if Christ never was actually raised from the dead, mm-hmm. then we're, then our lives should look pretty foolish because we've been mm-hmm. trusting in God that's not going to save us. Mm-hmm. But praise God, he, he did raise from the dead and we, we, our lives won't look like fools because he's going to come through for us. He's going, he's, he's worthy to be trusted and, mm-hmm. and whether we're doing bold things or whether we're just struggling in the day by day. Yeah. He's going to come through and he's yeah. worth, I mean, and, and that's, and that's just, that's just what trusting in God looks like. Just, yeah. just expecting him to come through and, and, and maybe day. making, maybe making quote irresponsible decisions, just trusting that he is guiding you, yeah. the spirit's leading you and he'll, he'll make it work in the end. Yeah. I mean, faith often seems crazy because it's looking to things that, um, to faith in Christ that it may not seem plausible to other people, you know, yeah. um, but faith is certain. It's like it's not like a stab in the dark, but it's a conscious. Like there is a substance to our faith, which is Jesus. Like He actually lived a life. He actually died, and rose again. And we can count on that. You know, you can go to the historical records and look that up. Um, but I think that's a good transition into why don't we trust God? Like or like why don't we feel like trusting God? Um, like maybe you do in your head, but your heart is saying, not today. I want to mm-hmm. do my own thing. Yeah. Um, why, why does that happen? I mean, at the basis level, our heart, like we are deceitfully wicked. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. like are, are there things in your lives that would maybe put you in that quote unquote rut of like, you know, not like, you know, waking up and be like, I don't want to read my Bible today. I don't want to pray. I don't want to, um, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. Is there things that happen in your life that will, like, put you there? I feel like it kind of goes back to, like, my point of, like, for me, if me putting my trust in my friends or whoever, and you know we're human, we're going to make mistakes, Mm -hmm. trust is going to be broken. And sometimes that makes me get into the rut of, like, well, if people are going to treat me this way, like... I don't know if I can continue to trust God because I'm afraid he's going to do the same thing and yeah. leave me, you know. Or perhaps there have been times in your life where you are, like, where you're kind of out on a limb and you're really just, you're not sure. I mean, like, I, I've had times in my life where I don't really know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I mean, I, I've been studying computer science for the last couple of years and, and I've, multiple times, I just don't really understand why. I don't really see the purpose. I don't really have a huge passion in it. That That added to just maybe perhaps friendships or relationships that are not, um, that, that that are not what I would love them to be. I mean, I'm disappointed. And, and so I think we can, there are times in our life where we can think that God is not worthy to be trusted. He's not really making our lives what we want it to be. And he, and mm-hmm. it seems that we, we'd be better off if we just do our, do it our own way. If we just start to work for our own kingdom, because it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like working for him is doing us any good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think kind of off of that, um, just kind of like a personal experience thinking about that when um, that I feel like I had to learn that like trusting God is like a choice because when I was in high school um, I went through like a, a stage where I struggled a lot with anxiety and depression and mm. um, I remember one night just feeling really alone and 
crying out to God, but I had like these unmet expectations and mm-hmm. I felt like God didn't meet me how I wanted him to meet me or felt how he should. And, um, after that I was so confused and lost and I was like, I thought God was supposed to show up and I thought he would. And like, where was he? Mm-hmm. And like, did I do something wrong or, and I was just so confused and torn and, um, just hurting and all that. But my mm-hmm. mom helped me to realize that like he, he did meet me there. Like my mom helped me through it and like he provided my mom to help me. So like sometimes I think he shows up in different ways. Yeah. So I realized that um, even though I couldn't feel God, even though um, I, it didn't make sense to me that, and there was days like I would get up and just be like, well, why would I read my Bible? Because mm-hmm. I don't understand like, where is God in all this dumb mess? Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. just realizing that like, um, I like the more that I would like spend time reading the Bible just a little bit, like it helped me to realize that even, even though like it doesn't make sense and even though I don't get it and I don't understand that, like, I'm going to choose to trust God. And, like, that's what, like, brought me through that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would agree. I think part of it is not saying, it's not seeing God working in your life. You know, it's like, are you actually, and it just becomes distant, you know. And I think that's part of it. When when that becomes distant, you don't see it, then it's like, why not? I know. So, um, yeah, no, I I think that's good. So, we, this this emotion that we feel like these emotions in our lives and like I, I think just back to high school like I think this is like the epitome of like this and I'm like I still have these times in my life like I mean last week I remember I was like this is like one week I'm like outside like like I wake up in the middle of the night like I just like start listening to worship music I'm just like praising God like I want to start walking around like you know loving God or whatever and then the next week I'm like uh-huh. destroyed and like I'm going like 90 miles per hour in my car like driving like trying to escape like everything because I'm just like crying or whatever about whatever is going on I don't remember the scenarios that brought me to those situations but I remember that like mm-hmm. this high high low highs and these low lows and that's because of emotions the question is in it, to put it in COVID terms are feelings essential like should feelings be a part of the Christian life like does God care about that should we feel like trusting God? Like, you know, is that a thing? Or what are your guys' thoughts on that? I think God gives us feelings, like, like to express and to worship and praise Him and things like that. But, yeah, we can't, all, we can't like, trust our feelings to, like, bring us through to, like, trust God. Like, during that really hard time, my mom told me, like, multiple times, she's like, feelings aren't the facts. And she told me, like, Um, we don't, uh, what was the phrase she said? Um, our faith isn't based on our feelings. Our faith is based on the unshakable character of Christ. Mm. And so I think that. It's a word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to your mom. I know. She's cool. (laughs) No, Tammy. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't want to be on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's funny. Well, she's on it now by quote. This yeah. is this is just something to throw in the conversation. John Piper said this quote. It's interesting. Uh, kind of from his stuff. He has a book called uh, Not Trusting God, but uh, When I Don't Desire God and How to Fight for Joy. Mm-hmm. And so the whole book. And so that's the only prerequisite I have when I'm talking about this stuff. Um, but um, there's actually a free PDF online. I'll include that in the description. You can actually download the whole book from Desiring God. Uh, but he says this, which is interesting. I don't know how much of it I agree with, but it says, if all you have is a decision for Christ and no delight in Christ, you don't have Christ. 
So he's saying that delight is essential in your walk mm-hmm. with God. But mm-hmm. like, at the same time, I'm not always delighting in God. And that's kind of why he wrote the book. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, people don't, but want to. So coming back, like, is our feelings essential? Any more thoughts on that? or? I think, I mean, uh, okay, I, I do, I like that quote. And mm-hmm. I think as a general statement, like, throughout our lives, we delight in Christ. Mm-hmm. It really, I, I, I'm sorry, it just can't be day to day. And if it were day to day, and we were, if, if today, I just decided I, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. And if John, if that, if I take John Piper's quote to say, today I'm not feeling it, therefore I am not in Christ, I don't have Christ. Yeah. I think that's kind of devastating because... Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. We had some technical difficulties. This is actually the first time we've lost footage or recording. We lost like 10 minutes of gold, quality gold content. <laughs> Isaac plugged in the microwave. It made a noise. We made fun of him. It was hilarious. He quieted the other room. <laughs> so we took the microwave, moved it into another room, and we laughed about it. And we're like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, we lost the footage <laughs> recording. Um <sighs> But I think our thoughts are getting more refined about this. So, yeah. I mean, that's probably, I don't know, God's Maybe, yeah, providence. Hey, God's providence. <laughs> so, Zach. Um, okay. About, so, yeah. back into just, yeah, the importance of emotions. Um, I already told a story, <laughs> but we'll tell it again. <laughs> that um, one of my sister's good friends in high school uh, was, yeah, she went to, she wasn't a part of our, our AC church, but um, she would go to church every week. Um, she was a good, good like a good Christian as far as as far as you could tell um like really good really good friends with Courtney and doing great things for God every every week she would be at church worshiping and just being filled um very I mean just having passion for for Christ um however when hard I don't know what whatever happened when hard times came or when maybe when she just fell into a rut of nothing happening ultimately she found herself not having any just not, not having the same emotions for Christ and she ended up walking away. Like she was scared. She, she, she was, she realized that or because her emotions couldn't be sustained over the, the, over the, the constant time she walked away. And so I think, yeah, we have to recognize that emotions while, while as John Piper said, like we must be delighting in Christ. It must be a mm-hmm. long term emotion it's not going to necessarily be constant and it's and that's okay yeah i mean like we can't trust our emotions yeah, they're, like they're not ultimate they're not ultimate yeah so i've heard that emotions are kind of like a window right we should use our emotions to to look into our own heart to 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 look on a certain circumstance but they should never be a door that we have to walk through um they we shouldn't necessarily always make our decisions based on our emotions, um, but using them a, a, as a way to, um, to to look at our uh, look look at our hearts, look at the situation, to gain a, a perspective on it, but not make a, dis- a decision. Yeah, I mean, I forget if we said this or not already, but I mean, like, imagine it would be like if we didn't have emotions, you know, as people just walking around, like we didn't laugh about anything, or it's like God really gave those things as a gift, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be our compass. They're not going to guide us because. Yeah. You know, our heart's messed up, right? Uh, put um, us in a ditch. Yeah, but it's actually yeah. a good thing. Oh. <laughs> God created our emotions for a reason. Like, we, um, the book of Psalms is a book of emotion, you know? And so there's a psalm for everything, for happy, for sad, depressed, anxious. There's a psalm that God created for us to use to fight when we're in those times of feeling whatever we're feeling, um, like 
David says he's he's lonely, he's in pain, he's afflicted, um, he's hurting, he's cast down. Um, exactly. Um, I mean, I mean, imagine a marriage without any emotions between the husband and wife. Like, yeah, it's You'd be not going to be great. Love, love is a choice. Yes, and that's where you get the profound thing of like when you really make that like the obedience. Like, I'm just going to do this. Deeper feelings and emotions will follow in a way. Yeah. I I know there's different thoughts. I might be pushing uh, yeah, this, yeah. but John Piper like he's like he goes into his his book and he's like, Crew has this analogy of it like being feelings as like the caboose, and I forget why, but he says that like it's not the caboose or something like that. <laughs> he says it's like because it's not essential, um, but it, there's also the reality that like that it will follow if you are putting the deeper obedience. But like, what was, okay. what was the question you had, Max? This is basically just going back to. Do we, is emotions essential? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's, but it's essential to trust in God? Like, it sounded like, it seemed like we were saying, like, no, they're not essential for your faith. Yeah. But they should be there for trusting God. I feel like it makes sense in my head, but I can't yeah. put that in So words. there's communion and then union with God. So our union with God is never changing. Like, if you place your faith in Christ, it's like, it's His righteousness is yours, you're justified, He sanctify you. Uh, but then there are communion, um, they can go up and down. Like our communion with God can change, but our union with God cannot change. So I guess this would maybe be in the communion category of like, mm-hmm. do I want to commune well with God? Um, but it's like, no, it's like, if I'm say I want decide to follow Christ and I'm just like, I do it merely because of obedience. And I'm just like, I wake up one day, I'm like, I decide to follow Christ. I decide to put to death my sin and that's, that's it. And I mean, I would say that's like great. I mean, it's like, that's not affecting like your union with God, like has nothing to do with emotion if that makes sense. Yeah, mm. I think, yeah, this makes sense now to me. So the kind of the, your faith or salvation being mm-hmm. with your union with God, mm-hmm. you don't want your emotions being the the chief thing that yes. ties your union and yes, salvation together. Exactly. But with your communion with God, that's kind of the relationship aspect you have with God. And then any relationship, you have emotions. Yeah. And that's essential to a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well worded. I think it's like, it's inevitable that like we will face this up and down roller coaster of emotions. Uh, but the thing we want to come to is like, how do I do that? Like, yes, I'm going to wake up days and I'm not going to want to. What do I do when that happens? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what do you guys think? Is there ways that you tell yourself? How do you get out of that? How do you come take yourself to the knowledge of God? How do you lead your heart to God when you don't want to? And you can share any verses that have helped or ex- past experiences in your life. Yeah, so when when we're in that communion yeah. aspect, that relationship aspect with God and our emotions ebb and flow, um, and, we, and we've decided, we've made the argument that, yes, emotions are essential for trusting God and with your relationship with God. So what do you do? What brings you back then uh-huh. when your emotions aren't there? Sure. Um, and when you're not feeling like trusting God. 
for me, it's community. Mm. Um, being with, uh, being around Christians, one of I, I just love doing that. Like when I said, uh, I like people, like mm-hmm. especially like meeting Christians is so fun, and I enjoy that so much. And they and they bring me back to God and back to Christ. Yeah, they, it's it makes me think of the verse in the Bible where it talks about a man who stumbles and falls and has someone to pick him back up, mm. but you know woe unto the man who doesn't have someone to pick him back up because that's a bad thing because then you don't have support Mm. you don't have someone to help you keep going yeah what if i don't have that person in my life what what Mm. do i do you you really need to reach out and find find that someone find community because you're not i mean it's pretty clear all throughout the bible that we as humans are you know fallible and Mm -hmm. um we we're not strong enough to do it on our own so we definitely need support and yeah that's so helpful it's, it's really just a gift that we have community i don't know it's just another way that god's grace works yeah. in our lives but we also got to recognize that just as we mm-hmm. are fallible yep. so is the church and yep. so that is great i mean like i would be completely lost without mm-hmm. my people yes. tell you what that's part but of the puzzle a hundred percent part of it but we have to recognize that our the church is also yes. incredibly broken mm-hmm. and so I, I mean, we need to, I think we just need to get on our knees and pray mm-hmm. and ask for the spirit, the spirit of the perfect God, the one mm-hmm. who is not fallible, the one who's led a perfect life and has offered himself to us in the form of the spirit. We need to get on our knees and pray for him and he will give the spirit to those who ask. Yeah, uh, He's good to his children. He wants, he wants to give that to us. I think yeah. that's huge to recognize. And if we can really take a hold of that, I think we could really... I think that would, that would that would speak volumes into our lives, and that would that would help us to overcome a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Any I other think, thoughts? I think something that like I've had to learn, or not had to learn. I think something that God has been teaching me is kind of the concept of praying without ceasing, mm-hmm. and continually mm-hmm. to just um, talk with Him um, and lean on Him and ask Him to give me the desire to want to continue to. Um, just dive into that relationship with him and give me the um, just the strength and the courage no matter like what happens in my life just to continue to pursue my relationship with God Mm -hmm. and put that first yeah so I I mean I think to recap what do we do when we're stuck in ruts and when we don't feel like it I think I think discipline and just Mm -hmm. just recognizing we don't want to get on our knees Mm -hmm. and it's really hard we can I have gone so long without just falling on my knees and just crying out to God and we, we just need to recognize that sooner. Yeah. we need to get to know our our deceitful heart and recognize mm-hmm. that we need to just to yeah. take the discipline to to do it to yeah. actually just mm-hmm. overcome yeah that and just pray to God yeah and I agree and when I heard this from someone when they first graduated college and she said like I didn't want to do anything I don't want to read my Bible at all and mm-hmm. like go however long without and then Really, she like talks to someone. She's like, I, I I don't know what to do. Like I'm just in this. And the person told her, just listen to one worship song a day, um, mm-hmm. do a discipline, and then be consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And she listened to that worship song every day. It, what what you know whatever she want to listen to, and um, she'd be like, all right, you know I'm going um, I'm going to listen to this. And then uh, pretty soon it started to build, and she would um, start reading her Bible five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, um, 
she would spend 30 minutes. And so I, I don't want to get on the time part of it, but mostly just dwelling on the discipline part of it, mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. making it consistent, choosing something and doing that. It doesn't have to be huge. Cause I think for me, of like sometimes I have these lofty goals of like, read my Bible for however long. And it's mm-hmm. like, um, I think just start small um, and just build from there. And just, yeah, eventually, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I can, I can, I can get in the, I can get in the tough spot of kind of saying like, oh, it's hard right now, but yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, God's gonna come through, like he's gonna bring something new in my life that's gonna bring me back to him. So I'm just gonna kind of like wait around. I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not saying this in my head, but like subconsciously, I'm just saying, I'll just wait for God to do something in my life. And until then, I'm just gonna kind of get by. And yeah. I think that's just not the right way to do yes. things. I mean, he, yeah, he's faithful. And yes. recently he's been he's been showing me a lot of things and he's been working in my life. And quite frankly, mm-hmm. right now is a great time to be trusting in God for yeah. me. But we have to recognize that, that we can't we can't live like that. Yes. We cannot just sit around and wait for something to happen. We do need to take that step. We, need to, we do need to actually put in the work, again, small yeah. disciplines to start. Yeah, and, we need to fight for joy. Yeah. It's like joy... Um, you can't just let it come to you, but you have to fight for joy in God. Um, and that's a, God gives us commandments saying, delight yourself in the Lord. That's like a commandment. Um, and he'll give you desires of your heart and all those things. But, um, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so here's, here's a couple of truths. So when I ran cross country in high school, most mornings I'd wake up, practices at 6.30, a 30 minute drive, leave at six, wake up at, you know, 5.45, whatever. And so it's like that happened every day. I'd wake up most mornings like, do I want to go to practice? No. But should I go to practice? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so then I would have to make a decision. Am I going to go to practice or not? And I would make that decision. And most days, I wouldn't like that decision. (laughs) But eventually, there was a lot of those days became decisions I really liked. And I think that same thing can happen for a relationship with God of like, if you ask yourself, you know, do I want to read my Bible right now? No. But should I read my Bible right now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple other things you can ask yourself of like, ask yourselves these truths, and these are truths you can use to fight for joy. So one, joy, one truth is the thing that will satisfy your soul forever is seeing, knowing, loving, and fellowshipping with God. That's a truth that we can live by. Mm-hmm. The thing that will satisfy your soul forever is seeing, knowing, loving, and fellowshipping with God. Another truth is, for God to love you is for him to do everything, even the death of his son, at the cost of his son's life, and he will do everything he must do for his own, in order that they might be enthralled, that you might be enthralled, um, and will make you fully and eternally happy happy in, in God. Like God will do everything he can to bring you that. He did it at the death of his son. So that's a truth. And that God, that he is the one that's going to satisfy your soul. So it's like, you know, may, do I want to? No. But is God the satisfaction of my soul? Yes. So will I? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing. Of like, I can talk about that all I want. But it's like, until, you know, I start doing that, then maybe you shouldn't listen to this. <laughs> but um, I think sometimes, like, or I find I just have to, like, spoon feed myself. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you, like are in awesome seasons where either you're surrounded by people or events that they're like building you up or like encouraging you to like see God. But other times I think you just have to like, like 
force feed yourself and just be like, okay, I'm going to, like, read my Bible. And then, like, when you do, like, the more you do it, I think the more you fall in love with mm. God. And then... Baby food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Baby food. Milk to, yeah. milk to mm-hmm. meat. I mean, that's... I mean, I think it's something most of us listening have probably heard before, but it's true. I mean... Mm-hmm we have to recognize that life is full of ups and downs. I think depending on who we are, perhaps there will be more ups and more downs, um, higher ups, higher downs, but mm-hmm. we have to recognize that we need to, we need to take, um, take action to be, to, to take use, to take use of the spirit, to pray for the spirit, to welcome the spirit into our hearts, to be bold, to, to be going out, to be going and serving the one true God with all that we have, with all of our heart, soul, and mind, loving him. Um, but recognizing that when we're doing good, it might not last, and that's okay. And we're like we're like we're gonna get we're gonna get hit down, and we we gotta pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I guess I don't I don't what I'm saying. I guess what I'm saying is we have to really just take advantage of the spirit, and we have to really just abide in Him and seek Him. And yeah, when we're down, I mean, sometimes honestly, the best answer a friend when I was down once, a friend was just like, "There's no excuse for you to be like upset with yourself, like you." are a born-again believer you are like a part of the resurrection of the christ you are a citizen citizen in the kingdom of god you were created in the image of god etc etc <laughs> so don't so perhaps that's the answer there's mm-hmm. there's no excuse you you are part of the kingdom of god and so serve him who is worthy to be worthy to be served worthy to be praised um yeah so don't 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 get stuck in ruts because it's mm-hmm. it's it's not there's no there's no excuse mm-hmm. when when we serve the God that we yeah. serve and, and he's given us his spirit to to overcome all things mm-hmm. and it's true no matter what we think. yeah I just think of the gospel it's like the end of it says and he'll be with, and I'll be with you to the end of the age and it's Jesus with us and living in our hearts to um, follow him when we don't feel like it <laughs> yeah um cool also delight so if you could summarize this in podcast in one sentence, what would you say? Discipline leads to desire, which leads to devotion. Woo! <laughs> Discipline leads to <laughs> desire, which leads to devotion. A little PS for you. Well, thanks for joining. I think um, this is really helpful for me because this is a question I am asking myself. Mm. So um, thanks for joining. I, in an upcoming episode, I'm going to do a Q&A session, so... Uh, I'm going to leave the link in the description. You can send your questions in. I'm curious to hear from you what your favorite Pop-Tart flavor is and um, all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining in this this room. And um, Any other things you guys want? Pineapple is a good addition to tacos, by the way. Is it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know there if I go. agree with that. I don't, I've never had that. Pineapple either. on pizza? Yeah. No, 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 tacos. <laughs> no, pineapple on pizza. I oh. like pineapple oh, on yeah. pizza. Yeah, 100%. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think no. it's good. Why is it such a hot take? It's the only fruit you put on pizza. Yeah. What other fruit? Is tomato fruit? We need to set this down before it gets any worse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. At the end of every episode, we like to say, and that's how you trust God, bro. So I'm going to count it down. Ready? Three. And, and that's, that's how you trust God, God bro. Woo!